Indeed, there are more questions than answers. Like, wouldn't Clark Kent be identified as Superman pretty fast if he ever accidentally pushed a pool door? Hi, America. Hello, world. This is true. Superman's now celebrating his 80th birthday. Did you know that? No. It's true. Now he's 80, he is rendered helpless by kryptonite and his email password. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Adrian Lee and I am your host. Welcome to the show, more questions than answers, the only paranormal quiz show anywhere in the world. Each week, my guests and I will search the world's newspapers, websites and TV shows just for you, to bring you the very best in paranormal talk radio entertainment and enlightenment. We will then test each other's knowledge of the week's events of the mysterious, strange, supernatural, unusual, bizarre, And just plain weird, if you have just tuned in especially to hear the show, then I admire your taste. If you have just tuned in by accident, then I admire your luck. I am huddled under my quilt with a large flashlight and a nice cup of tea with tonight's guests somewhere in the barren wildernesses of the Midwest Plains. With the sound of my elderly mother snoring distantly from the room next door. Each week we press our ear against the bedroom wall, whatever my mother watched before she went to sleep, picks and pulls in her unconscious mind and she snores that very tune. Let's have a listen. Oh, it's a Superman tune, isn't it? <laughs> nice. I need to get an orchestra of this together. <laughs> Not really. Chad can be on the first chew toy. We'll have the second chew right, toys. Right. The section of the chew toys. It's a percussion instrument, I'm guessing. (laughs) Snuggle under your covers and turn out your lights. The rules are very simple. Points will be awarded randomly for being interesting and for making me laugh or shiver in horror. Extra points will be available for shock and awe value. To help me control my rowdy panel of recidivists and reprobates, I will employ what I have called the inappropriate bell. An example of this would be... The panel have no idea what's coming. I have no idea what stories they have for tonight's show, so let me introduce my guests. Firstly, the mysterious and adolescent Heather Morris. She's been a paranormal investigator for many years, with her own team called Hellhound Investigations, and does all of her best work in the shadows. She is now one of the leading audio and EVP experts with the International Paranormal Society, and brings her knowledge and research skills to tonight's show. She's also our producer... And sound engineer. Heather's doctor prescribed her nasal steroids this week. Now everything has a strong smell. Welcome to the show, Heather. Hello, hello. How was your Christmas? 
It stunk. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be all the turkey and Brussels sprouts. <laughs> I fart when people hug me. It makes them feel strong. <laughs> God. <laughs> I also wish to introduce the man and crazy Michelle Corey. She was born and raised in Moira, Minnesota, and has a keen and avid interest in all things paranormal. The liquor store clerk wished Michelle a happy new year today, as if he wasn't going to see her another five times before then. Right. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Michelle. Hello. Also, wish to introduce our resident psychologist, Chad Peters. Chad now realised winter has started. His neighbour has returned his rake and is now borrowing his snow shovel. Welcome to the show, <laughs> The weather has been bad this week, hasn't it? Oh, my word. It's weird. We got a deluge here, didn't we, in Minnesota? Mm. Everything. Everything. Just a couple of feet of snow. Yeah. Nothing to worry about. It was so bad, the weather. I saw a midget neighbor at the bus stop and I said, hop in, I'll give you a lift. He said, F off. So I zipped up my rucksack and carried on walking. (laughs) They are mad. They are bad. And they are paranormal. This is season three, episode 44. It's our New Year's special. (gasps) Yay! Happy New Year! Happy New Year! As always, we start the first round. With a round of general lack of knowledge, and oh, that's God. heralded in by the New Year's party gong of infinite knowledge with the champagne of statistics and the dropped balls of facts. Stand back, ladies and gentlemen. I swing and a miss. Okay. I think. <laughs> suddenly lost all depth perception. That was crazy. <laughs> That's a large gong and a large beater. And for the first time in five years, oh I've missed the gong of infinite knowledge. I shall go again with new glasses. <laughs> How did that even happen? I've got depth perception problems. This isn't good You're news. Me. I'm probably weeing all over the mat every time and I don't even know it. <laughs> On this very day. In 1954, American actor Denzel Washington was born in Mount Vernon, New York. So for the first time in the history of MQTA Radio, I cannot believe that bizarre, strange and fascinating facts about Denzel Washington. To win Mm. your points tonight for your very first question. When Washington was a kid, he broke a bone playing a baseball. All you need to do is tell me what that bone was and you shall win all your glorious points in the first question, Miss Morris. His toe. He broke his toe. It's a combat sport, of course, baseball. Yeah. He broke his toe. Yep. Playing baseball. Yes. Do you want to be a bit more specific? Which toe? Uh, his pinky? <laughs> his pinky toe. Aww. Yeah. Aww. Could they be his just, big toe. If you break your pinky toe, I think they just strap it to the next toe and you get on with it, don't you? Is what sure. happens. Yeah. Michelle, which bone did Denzel Washington break? Playing baseball as a child. His collarbone. He broke his collarbone. Chad, any thoughts? Would you like to win some points tonight? Cheekbone. He broke his pinky finger. (gasps) Oh, Oh. God, I was so close. It's still crooked, apparently, and bent at 45 degrees if you wish to go and view such No, it's not. Is it for real? Absolutely 100% true, I tell Mm. you. I don't always watch baseball, but when I do, I'm extremely bored. I cannot give the points away, but do not fear. The next question comes along very quickly. In 1895, the Lumiere brothers 
hold the first commercial film screening in Paris. Film was invented before then, 15, 10 years before, maybe by Edison. Lots of people were having a go at it. This was the first buy a ticket, go in, sit down, we're taking your money off you. 1895, the cinema. So for the first time in the history of MQTA Radio, I cannot believe that bizarre, strange and fascinating facts about the cinema. Sean Connery wore a wig in how many of his Bond performances? All of them. Miss Morris is saying that he wore a wig for all, <laughs> like a chest wig, like Austin Powers. Yeah, all yes. of them. You had it like Bat animal. Wig. Yeah, baby. Very good. I love him. He's still sexy, but all of them. All of them. Every single Bond film. Yes. From the very first one, Doctor No. Yes. All the way through. Yes. He wore till never say never again. Absolutely. Michelle, what are your thoughts here? I will give you a clue. He made seven films, six official, one unofficial. Miss Morris has said every single one. What are your thoughts? Four. You are saying he wore a wig for four. He wore a stunt wig. He had a stunt stunt hair (laughs) filled in for him when he was doing stunts. Chad, how many films did Sean Connery wear a wig? I'm going to go three, not including The Rock. Miss Morris is 100% (gasps) correct. She gets some double O. Two points tonight. He wore a wig. I should get 007 points. Oh, that's not good. Carry it away. <laughs> <laughs> he did wear a, a stunt wig, apparently, for every single James Bond film. Miss nice. Morris wins the first points of our New Year's Thank you. special. You like Jurassic Park, don't you? Yes. The, wow. Let's hear that again for the benefit of our listeners. What, what was that? Uh, That's a velociraptor. (laughs) Yeah. The sound of the velociraptors communicating with each other in Jurassic Park. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. (laughs) It's actually the sound of what animals mating. (laughs) Are you joking? That's the question. Make the noise again. Let's have a listen. (laughs) Right. What animals that mating? They recorded two animals bunning of the same species, I might add. Okay. And they use that for the noise of the Velociraptor, which he magnificently Park. performed for us there on air for our hundreds of thousands of listeners all over the world. Uh, what two animals were? Getting it pass on. me because I know I'll get it. Go. Michelle. Baboons. You are saying two baboons were going for at it. He'd taken her out for dinner. They'd gone to the cinema. They're in the car. Steven Spielberg's there with yep. his microphone yep. recording sweet baboon Lovins. Chad, what two animals were practicing the physical arts that made the noise for the velociraptors in Jurassic Park? I did not remember this noise. I'm going to go uh, parrots. You are saying sweet parrot loving. That's right. It's, uh, I'm going to guess, and I don't think I'm right, but I'm going to guess anyway. It's either an elephant or a rhinoceros. <laughs> if you had to choose one. <gasps> if, you had to, <laughs> if you had to say, like, you spread your chips on black and red there. Perhaps if it was an elephant having a go at a rhinoceros. It might be neither. I'll say rhinoceros. You're, you're sure? Yeah. You don't want to change your mind. <laughs> you're going to go rhinoceros. Sure. It was a tortoise. Two oh, tortoises. Tortoises? <laughs> which are related to dinosaurs, aren't they? You've seen the video of the tortoise making no, sweet love to a shoe. No, yeah. it doesn't sound anything like that. It's eh. Eh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Keep did going. A story on that. Make it up. Eh. It was sweet tortoise loving. Eh. Apparently, you cannot give the points away. Oh, man. Alfred Hitchcock's 1960 film Psycho was the first American film ever to show what? A knife. A knife. You don't think a knife had ever been seen (laughs) 
in the cinema <laughs> up until 1960. All the war films of the Second World War. Mm, yeah, a shower scene. A shower scene. Any specifics with that, or just a shower scene? A shower. A lady in a shower. A lady in a shower. Yeah. Vivian Lee, of course, no relative. Yeah. Do you know he actually used ink instead of blood? Because he yeah. was in black and yep. white. Absolutely. And he used ink for that scene because the blood wasn't dark enough. That's I think right. he made 30 cuts in one minute for that particular wow. scene. Remarkable times. I love Alfred Hitchcock. You can't say anything bad about the man. Michelle, it was the first film, Psycho 1960, to show a what? Oh, I also am going to say that much nudity of a woman. I'm I don't gonna... think it's right, though. Yeah, I don't think you see a great deal, do you? I think uh, you're not going to get much of a glimpse. No. I'm going to give Chad the most amazing clue. We're in the right area when we're thinking bathroom, but it's nothing to do with the shower. Is there it you go. spattering blood? It is a flushing toilet. A flushing oh, toilet had never really? been seen in the cinema up until that point. I gave you the clues. You didn't grasp them. They slipped through your fingers like the shower curtain being pulled off the rail. Mm. I walk away from auto flushing toilets like a movie star walks away from an explosion. So I'd share oh, that God. with you. It's true. <laughs> That's after you drop the bomb. That's exactly 100% correct. <laughs> That's going to be a danger to shipping. That's not going down. Unbelievable Shameful. times. On this day in 1922, the legendary American comic book artist Stan Lee was born. A happy oh. birthday to Mr. Stanley, who Love passed, you, of course, Love you. very, very recently, but it was his birthday today. On August the 1st, 1941, we're in the middle of the Second World War. We've had two solid years of carpet bombing okay. while they are over here playing Gabe Miller's greatest hits and dancing and doing very little. But Stanley, on that very day in 1941, got the opportunity to write a two-page comic. I just need you to Captain tell America. me who his first ever character was. Heather's gone and, and committed to Captain America. What was Stanley's first ever comic character? Oh, and you God, will, it could have been Spider-Man. You will know who this person is. It's not somebody that you wouldn't have heard of. Are you going to change your mind, Morris? I can. No, I'm going to go the, with Captain You're going to go with Captain America. Michelle. I just watched a documentary on Stanley, and I can't remember. You don't absorb. You're like a kid at school. You go away for summer holidays. You come back. We have to start again. When I get a new thought, I lose an old one. His first comic book character was... 1941, 1st of August. Chad Go. Chad Go, The famous... <laughs> <laughs> Chad Go was the, never made the Fantastic Four there with the amazing ability to tell facts. What are your thoughts, Chad? I, uh, I think Captain America is a great guess. I'm going to go with Wolverine, though. Any thoughts you want to jump in with? Or are you going to let this pass you by? I'm going to go with... It's painful, isn't it? She's already said Spider-Man twice. All right, Spider-Man. It's Captain America. Yeah. Uh, Miss Morris also wins you. a fantastic four points. Good times uh, to be had. Lee had a prized typewriter. He used to write all of his first issues for the characters, including Spider-Man and Fantastic Four, on his amazing prized typewriter. But it got destroyed. To win your points tonight, you just need to tell me how Stanley's prized typewriter got destroyed. Simple enough question. Really? Uh-huh. Uh, naturally or unnaturally? Can you give us that hint? It's unnaturally. Un it wasn't like a hurricane or a That's forest fire. Um, unnaturally, uh, it got sat on. Somebody sat on his typewriter 
They pressed the keys with their bottom. Yeah. They managed to write the script for Friends while they were doing it. <laughs> yeah. It was sat on. Michelle, yeah. how was his typewriter destroyed? Plane crash. A plane crash. That's not a bad idea. There you go. Type in a way. Fasten your seatbelts. Put your head between your legs and spread yourself liberally over four fields. Chad. Somebody got angry, threw it out a window. Hulk smash. I will give <laughs> Chad two That's right. green bulging I've ripped my pants points. Really? <laughs> oh my, was that a snort? But <laughs> no. only for that. If you're playing the Bell Bunk and Snort drinking game, you take your first shot of the evening. Wherever you are in the world, we're happy to have you here. Listening to MQTA Radio. His wife, Joni, destroyed it during an argument. Oh, my God. I would have been so upset. He said that this was before the days of eBay, and he was wondering how much he would have gotten for a broken typewriter that he wrote all the original comics on back in the 40s and 50s. Smithsonian. He put it in the garbage. He broke his typewriter. Back in the day, you know, no one was that interested in comics, I guess, and there was no eBay, and he put it in the trash. Oh, man. But his wife broke his typewriter in... An argument, they obviously had a tempestuous relationship. My ex and I often laughed about how competitive we actually were, but uh, I laughed more. (laughs) (laughs) That was then. (laughs) But this is now we enter our favorite round of the evening. It's the mailbag. We love the mailbag. If you wish to write to us, if you wish to give us your messages of support, you can go to Facebook, search for more questions than answers with Adrian Lee. Everything will be there for you and you can comment, you can share your thoughts about the show, anything you'd like to discuss. We will read them out, but that's where you will find us. Lorraine, a good listener, of course, has posted. My 12 year old son refers to the show as the Laughing Ladies. <laughs> what is she talking about? We need to start a sitcom called The Laughing Ladies. It stars you and Chad. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Bit early for that game. He's only 12, though, so he can't distinguish between laughter and being drunk at the moment. Just Aww. want to share that oh, with you. wow. I know. Is that because of my whiny Mary? You had a whiny Mary. Not tonight. How many people out there are called Mary at the moment and they're listening or their husbands are listening going, that's you that is your whiny Mary. You. Your whiny Mary. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. But if you wish to listen to the show, just like Lorraine and her son who laughs at the laughing ladies, <laughs> you can find us on the Dark Matter Digital Network at 10 p.m. Central Time every Friday night. That's where you can catch us first. We are repeated throughout Saturday and Sunday as well on the Dark Matter digital network we have a hundred thousand listeners in 190 countries all over the world and wherever you're listening and wherever you are we want to wish you a very happy and prosperous and fantastic happy new year heater in new york a very good friend and listener Hi, of the show. Hi. he does more work on this show than i do it's awesome <laughs> yeah, but it's it amazing i yes. think he needs to put together a book of all of the graphics he's presented on our oh, facebook God, site yeah. and we could actually publish that <laughs> as a more great. questions and answers comic book like a little, do you know you have Wit. comedy books that accompany shows with yeah. photographs and little fun things oh like. it's fabulous I think we need to put that together I may get onto Heater and say can I borrow your images or can you send them to me let's put them in an MQTA oh, book and that I'll, would be great. we could all add a little section and we could write some funny things and mm. talk about our fabulous past we can take photographs we can make a fun little item there couldn't we oh, absolutely we can sell that make that happen on Amazon if you remember last week I said I thanked very dinosaur themed show this week, isn't it? I said last week, every time I put gas in the car, 
I thank a dinosaur. (laughs) Thank you, Tyrannosaurus Rex, as I'm filling up my tank. Thank you, Stegosaurus. He's actually put together a couple of amazing graphics. There's dinosaur gas tanks. What would you call them over here? Like a gas pump, I is what you'd yeah. call them. Yeah. 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 And in the background, there's a little poster in the window saying we don't fix orbs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. But he also put together a newspaper headline as well that said paranormal yes. host shocks weld. Mother isn't sleeping in room next door. (laughs) And my face has been digitized. (laughs) It's amazing. These are good times. That's a very kind thing to do. We love seeing that. And all of our listeners and followers like seeing those as well. So thank you, Heater, in New York. And I hope you have a fabulous new year. You can listen to our show on SoundCloud. It's free. It will always be free. You can listen on SoundCloud. All of our episodes for the last five years are on there. You can listen to them back to back as you're sat there typing your next novel. If you're sat there in the gym watching everyone do exercise and trying to get the turkey off, you can just sit there sweating with a towel around you, trying to do up your own trainers and your sneakers. You can listen to us walking the dog, obviously not in Minnesota, because there'd be a lead going into the snow and two feet below that would in fact be your dog. That's probably true. So it's all on there for you. Press the little orange love heart if you're listening now on SoundCloud and we do an extra 10 to 15 minutes in the studio at the top of the hour we stay here we don't go anywhere because there's a part of the show we do called not for your mother oh not for your for, mama not for your mama mm. this is the part of the show we can't put out on the dark matter digital network because the producer of the show complained originally and said that's far <laughs> too rude you're going to get fined and removed and yeah. we said no problem we'll, we'll keep do it, it ourselves. we'll do it ourselves we'll put it out there on our own platform and we'll do all the filth at the end of the show yeah yes. some people say it's their favorite part of the show some people do during yeah. the course of the week as we're searching for paranormal stories from around the world we stumble across i say we stumble across i start looking for the filth and then find the paranormal story yeah. <laughs> oh, God. i do it the other way around mm. but if you're looking for a really tight sweaty spandex suit of christmas trees hair hair <laughs> wow the 70s called they want their hair back michelle if you're looking for a typewriter thrown through a window into a swimming pool full of nakedness and lots of loving and plenty of octopuses i'm gonna stop there before we get removed you can go to soundcloud search for mqta radio and all of our shows are on there with an extra round called not for your mother Martin, also in New York. Hello, Martin. I love you. He posted. He said, today I saw an ad that said radio for sale, $1, volume stuck on full. I thought, I can't turn that down. (laughs) (laughs) He then wrote, anyone who hears that in Adrian's voice should get 10 points. So everyone else has 10 points. So everyone in the whole wide world now has 10 points. Congratulations for listening and getting 10 points. You're currently in the lead. Sorry, like wow. Chad's on I also two. heard that in your voice. Heather's on four. <laughs> what about me? Um, I just heard it in your voice. Does that count? Yeah. I heard it in my own head. I I've... heard it twice. Oh, my. <laughs> There's some shenanigans taking place in the points department here yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. Of course, Martin is one of our Patreon listeners. If you wish to donate a single dollar to the show, we do have a lot of overheads. We have many platforms. Let's go through them. What are we on? Stitcher, TuneIn. Um, iTunes, Spotify, Buzzsprout, or Brussels Sprout. Brussels Sprout. Yeah. Box. Stuffing. Yeah. Cranberry sauce. Tune in. Tuna sandwich. Gas box. 
Yeah, gas box, armadillo that's radio. Gas box for if you, you can't find us, you've only got yourself to blame. But if you wish to donate a single dollar for each episode, you do get to hear the episode first. There's other episodes on Patreon that have never been aired, and you get to listen to those. And we said if we reached a hundred dollars of Patreon oh, listeners, God, poor yeah. episode, we would put cameras in the studio, yeah. and you would see us. Uh-huh. Performing all kinds of shenanigans. Yeah, nanigans. You have to put some clothes on, you know that. I have to lose some weight. Yeah, Chad's going to have to do his hair and lipstick. Yeah. Unbelievable. And glitter. But we are just (laughs) $24 short. I know, it's scary. Of having to make an effort. We're going to have to start thinking (laughs) about this now. Yeah, we're going to have to put some effort into how we look. (laughs) But if we gain another $24, we will allow cameras into the studio but thank you to all of our patreon supporters and followers we've had lots of christmas wishes john as well has sent us christmas wishes we appreciate that and we do have new patreons yeah. daniel rick elizabeth lisa and john and mandy and robin our good friend in massachusetts sent us a christmas card oh she did oh, thank, thank you, you robin. robin had her two dogs on the front guppy and billy i love them <laughs> I, I love robin Oh, their names are and martin said we're supposed to be watching the mail <gasps> mm-hmm. yes nice. i don't know what that means we should good keep things. an eye on that good things i hope <laughs> Brittany in minnesota has posted last night's show was amazing made me feel better about being sick being able to listen to this amazing show put on by amazing people oh, oh thank you thank Brittany. you so much that i consider to be my mqta family good I, we have a big family. Yeah, cool family. Yes, and just like our family, we don't talk to any of them and we keep away from them over <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> With lots of drinking. That's yeah. exactly right, and a game of Twister. <laughs> Mandy, one of our new patrons, has posted, I'm home in time to listen to all the laughter. I can't wait to listen to you guys. Oh, yeah. thank you. Nice. Dave in Texas, I'm sure he's having better weather than us at the moment. Yeah. So, NQTA. They can erase a complete work week with one episode. Stellar work yeah. on MQ. Thank you. TA's Thanks, part. Isn't this a joy to be alive? It is. I love mm-hmm. it. Spreading laughter and happiness. Happiness. And a little bit of paranormal. With a tad gra- of paranormal. With grodkas. With grodkas. And octopuses. I also have a Twitter account. You can join my Twitter account at Adrian underscore Lee underscore tips and you can buy my books at any time if you're interested in history the paranormal being psychic anything metaphysical all to do with the midwest and minnesota you can look for my books on amazon that's adrian lee i've written mysterious minnesota mysterious midwest how to be a christian psychic and much much more and they've all got fabulous reviews so don't take my word for it go online and see for yourself this is our new year's special i just wanted to ask the team what their highlight of 2018 was. What did you think was the highlight of your year? It doesn't have to be to do with MQTA. It could be anything you want. I will tell you what my highlight is. Okay, my highlight is obviously doing the show every week and being with you guys and making people laugh and come along with us. But my other highlight has now become tuesday nights watching oak island (gasps) and seeing that crowd grow and grow and we get to interact with our fans yes on a one-on well not one-on-one it's like one on 50 or 100 basis i think it's illegal in some states and and it just grows every week and that's my new favorite night of the week is spending it with the fans online that is so true that's a great answer michelle what's been your highlight of 2018 probably getting married 
<laughs> Unbeknownst to anyone. How is your wife? <laughs> yeah, I got gay married, so. Um, <laughs> I'm losing my grip on this. I am sorry. <laughs> her fans are really going to think that, which is funny. No, you're going to your your fan mail. I didn't get married. Up. Um, <laughs> to all the young men in prison at the moment, Michelle <laughs> did not get married. No, There's no it need was a joke. to it's shake a joke. yourself. <laughs> I just so look forward to Friday nights and coming in and seeing you guys and getting my stories together and the and weirder the better. Yeah, having a drink, out. absolutely. Snorting. Snorting. And gagging in a bucket. No, that is not my favorite part of the show. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite part of the show. I know. Shad, what's been your highlight of 2018? So I went to the Minnesota Renaissance Festival oh God, and discovered no. I have an amazing <laughs> talent for fencing. Oh, <laughs> yeah. When I beat a certain former member of the British national team. Woo. And I have the trophy to prove it. He does have yes, the trophy. You do. And it's amazing. <laughs> it yeah, is. it's not one of my highlights. <laughs> it just shows you how crap we are as a country, doesn't it? <laughs> Unbelievable. Good times. I really like the fact we got nominated. <gasps> Absolutely. In the Comedy Awards of 2018. What an amazing thing to happen. Absolutely. That made me very, very happy. I enjoy all of our correspondence. I enjoy listening to everybody's comments, all of our fans around the world. It's been a roller coaster year. I I'm, I'm think I'm happy to be through 2018. I've had a book I contributed to. The uh, Elvis Letters was a book I wrote two chapters about the paranormal surrounding Elvis Presley's life. If you're interested in that book, by the way, Gary Lindbergh, The Elvis Letters, you need to look that up. I dedicated a couple of chapters to that. I lost six or seven people this year. I've never in my life gone through a year where six or seven people have passed. Chrissy, good friend of mine from university. Kevin on our oh, team. Yeah. An amazing Love you, Kevin. person. He used to contribute to the show all the time, was one of our best supporters. We lost him this year. Steve, my best friend from school. Craig Lang, the state director for MUFON. Yeah. Unbelievable. Jeton, my proofreader, died in Texas in an unfortunate car accident. It's been a mo my cat. There's been a really long list of people that have passed. But as a paranormal investigator, of course, I know this isn't the be all and end all. And I will be catching up with those individuals again at some point. Hopefully not soon, but at some point. <laughs> I've got mm. books to write. A yeah. few of them may have contacted us already. Yes. And I still have to play that EVP someday. Mm. After Jeton passed, I was in Michael's walking around and she poked me in the back with her bony finger. She was a very short lady, maybe four foot twelve, something like that, five foot. Four, 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 four foot twelve. twelve. <laughs> The metric system. You've got to remember, this is a system I'm not aware of. We use centimeters. I don't use inches. I've no idea what the rules are. This isn't Vietnam. There's rules. Please, please remember, he doesn't use inches. Wow. Well, I I've got twelve inches, but I don't use it as a rule. Oh god. So it's been a very odd year, but I'm looking forward to 2019. I've got a couple of books that are going to be out. There's some really exciting news that I think we're going to be able to present you with imminent, imminently. So fingers crossed for that. Mm -hmm. But I can't say too much. But it's the biggest and most amazing news. It is amazing. You're here to do with our work. So uh, we'll see what happens next. I've got high hopes. Can I mention the Curse of Oak Island? You oh, can. Yeah. Wasn't on last week, of course. No. What with it being Christmas and all. Yeah. If you join us this Tuesday, 7 p.m. Is it 8 p.m.? 8 p.m. I 
It might be so. That's why I wasn't quite sure. That's what I was thinking. Go and look up the schedules. They're doing a two-hour special, so I don't know whether it runs from 8 p.m. Central Time for two hours or they're bringing it forward. So go and check. If you go to our Facebook site, More Questions and Answers, we comment live on the Curse of Oak Island as a team with all of our fans and followers. <laughs> like a, so like a watch fun. party. Yeah, yes. Is what it is. It's comedic. No one's taking it seriously. You've watched the Curse of Oak Island. You can't take it seriously. <laughs> it's no. a joke. I've dedicated eight years to my life to this and they found coconut fiber in a button. You know, so we're a not Bobby taking Dazzler. this. Duh. You've got to say that in a Birmingham accent. It's a Bobby Dazzler. Oh, yeah. Holy moly. <laughs> Shattered. Now, I saw something because I'm friends of the <gasps> yes. Oak Island page i guess and i posted it you're in deep aren't you I, you are I, in deep I'm digging deeper <laughs> yes as the show the pre-show is seismology that's right well anyway <laughs> if you submit your questions which i would love any of our listeners to do there's every possibility that they will do it live in the pre-show to the special yes. they're supposed to be answering those questions I would die if one of our listeners actually had a question on there. Why doesn't one of our listeners write in and ask one of the Lagina brothers if the collar and cuffs match? (gasps) Oh, no, no. (laughs) Just ask a question that would get on there. That would be freaking amazing. We would play that piece of audio on air if the copyright allows, but we will bring that up and mention that. We get to the part of the show. Where Dr. Chad Peters delivers his random oh, fascinating no. fact of the evening. Civu play, Dr. Peters. Sound almost never travels at the speed of sound. Because uh, the speed of sound is actually only at sea level at 30 degrees Fahrenheit. You 32. leave this show with more than you arrive with. That's got to be worth a dollar of anyone's money. You leave with more than you will arrive with. Michelle's yet to score. I'm yet to score. Heather has scored a rather remarkable coconut fibre four. <laughs> and Chad has found a single button and a rusty nail. And he's on two mm. as we enter the round that is Ghosts and Hauntings. And remember, we do not do orbs. Paul McCartney still talks to his dead bandmates. The 76-year-old rockers bandmates died in 1980 and 2001, respectively. Macca said, John and George are still a big part of my life. Last week, I was home in Liverpool. So just driving from the airport to the show, I went through town pointing out all the places we went. Just the other morning, I woke up and I was with George. And that was very nice. So the Beatles have reformed in my head. Do you know when they got together, the two remaining band members, Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr. He's not real, remember? He's not even the real Paul McCartney. Yes, I haven't got time for that. Oh. We'd be yeah. here for an hour. He's dead. <laughs> Do you know they reissued all their old material and they were producing songs right, from previous right. recordings? Yeah. I imagine them sitting in the studio, the two of them, with a Ouija board. Oh, God. Ringo Starr, Paul McCartney have both got their finger on the planchette and Ringo Starr's trying to push it around the board saying, John's saying there needs to be more drums. <laughs> Oh, and Paul's going, no, George says there needs to be more bass and they're fighting each other. Uh, no. I just thought that would be funny. I often think about them with a lot of sadness because they should still be here. In John's case, it was a terrible thing. I think of George as my little mate. He was the youngest in the group. But even though there is sadness, the main thing is the joy of knowing those two guys. I miss them a hell of a lot. So Paul McCartney's talking to them like a psychic would in his head. 
and they're still with him apparently Beatles back together or well I never go to our Facebook site more questions and answers with Adrian Lee if you go to our Facebook site all of the jokes tonight all of the stories all of the banter everything is on there for you just have a look for that you'll have lots and lots of fun that's more questions and answers with Adrian Lee on Facebook I shall give myself a two rather marvellous day tripper paperback writer points miss morris what have you got for me tonight in the round of ghosts and hauntings a florida man ended up burning down florida his house. burning down his house burning down the house it takes a lot he burnt it to the ground because he was afraid of vampires a oh, vampire is afraid of fire guess. generally speaking Maybe. I think he's doing it wrong. Yeah. I think he's doing it wrong too. According some to some salt, some garlic, a mirror. I think you've got your kit there. And a steak. There. Medium rare. <laughs> Didn't see that lumbering over the hill. <laughs> According to reports, the 64-year-old's wife had attempted to have him committed for mental health reasons earlier on the same day but when police officers arrived he was deemed to be acting rationally meaning that he could not be involuntarily committed mm. nonetheless that takes a lot in florida doesn't it, <laughs> it does. they're playing it with does. those rules fast and loose oh wow it's like a rotating door going in and out of that thing nonetheless a few hours later he became violent and started to break windows with his cane while shouting the vampires are going to defend themselves oh nice that'll be the east london <laughs> jacksonville jaguars he ult- <laughs> oh michelle's gone we could be imminent for a snore. There we go. Yes. It's almost like I'm psychic. I'm gifted. You know that. Absolutely, I'm gifted. Wherever you're playing in the world, you can now have a shot because Michelle has snorted as the bell bunk and snort drinking game. Thank you for contributing. He ultimately managed to set his house on fire by throwing ceiling insulation onto the stove before going around knocking on his neighbor's doors. To tell them that his wife was still inside. Oh, God. Let's burn her like a schmore. The house was completely destroyed in the fire. However, his wife managed to escape unharmed. The man promptly arrested at the scene was very, very upset about the vampires. The vampires. It remains. Bit of acting there as well. I know. You're getting everything tonight. She's playing her A game, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, It remains unclear exactly what caused him to fly off the rails. I shall give you two remarkable holy water medium rare steak points. You're now up to six. Kelbrook, the famous boxer, made contact with spirits, a spirit of a young girl during a ghost hunt. Kelbrook has spent his career striking fear into his opponents but it was a spirit that spooked him during a ghost hunt the sheffield born fighter spent his run up to christmas visiting a graveyard to go ghoul hunting with an expert brooke 32 made contact with phil sinclair who is renowned in the industry with making contact with the deceased and it proved to be the case again after he claimed brooks was stopped in his tracks by a 15 year old ghoul called elizabeth kell is a big paranormal fan He's seen my work on YouTube and he reached out to me. I obviously jumped at the opportunity. You don't want to be jumping on a paranormal investigation. Or a boxer. The only time I've ever jumped during paranormal investigations is because of the living. You're sat there in the dark and the idiot next to you suddenly grips your thigh or sneezes in your ear. Hi, Scott. 
Yes, this does. <laughs> if you make Scott scream, you're yes, on the team. you're on the team. Good times. A small group are walking around the Sheffield graveyard when Phil claims to notice a signal on his device. Device. This is lady device. Lazy journalism. They couldn't even be bothered to find out what the device. What do you reckon? Ghost radar. Could be EMF. It's less letters. Oh, that's unbelievable. He asks. <laughs> <laughs> you beat me to it do you know there's a point where you is, should just stop i just don't know whether chad should get some really good points or whether they should be removed I'm like, it's one of those moments where i was about to think wow that's really great have some points and then i'm sat thinking do you know what that's minus 10 material oh. i'll give you i'll give you four points you're up to six i'm Ooh. feeling very generous this evening he asked the spirit what their name was, and it responds, Elizabeth, you've known me long enough. You've been on hundreds and hundreds of paranormal investigations. If a spirit came through and said their name was Elizabeth, what would I do next? What's your next sentence? Do you like being called Elizabeth or Liz or Lizzie? Or Beth. Absolutely 100%. If a spirit comes through and says their name is William, my response is, do you prefer being called Bill or William? Do you prefer or being... Willie. Well, that's also an option for you. <laughs> But if you've got an ounce of humanity, I'll carry on regardless. I'm ploughing through. If you had an ounce of humanity about right. you, you'd want me to get your name right, wouldn't yeah. you? So under those circumstances, my next question would be that. It's amazing that every time when they say their name, if there's then a shortening of that, and I ask what they prefer, they will come through. If they say Peter, and I say, do you prefer Pete or Peter? Every single time I get a response, and it backs up your evidence. It makes your evidence more impressive, doesn't it? It's taken the element of randomness away from that you're That's actually right. getting a stimulus yeah. and response conversation moments later brooke shouts out that he has found a gravestone with the same name before phil adds this is absolutely compelling evidence hold on that's yeah. a pretty common name i don't care in I, well I could... during the elizabethan period i would guess it was very yeah. popular <laughs> guess how many girls were called victoria when queen victoria was on the throne that's right good time george as well was very popular edward yeah. Mm -hmm. I've got Edward as my middle name, of course. This is true. If you walk around a graveyard long enough, I used to collect names of all the people in the graveyard that I thought had Victorian names that you would never see again. I've got a little notebook. Like Ichabod? Yeah. I think my uh, <laughs> favourite one was Drusilla Clackett. I like Drusilla's that name. I was yeah. in Drusilla. an East London cemetery embarking off the Barking Road, walking around, and I saw Drusilla Clackett. And I thought, there's a name. That's I'm awesome. going to write that down, but somewhere I have a book and just call in her name. She's probably stirring somewhere and thinking mm, someone great. just called my name out. But that is true. I do have a little black book of Elizabethan names. Phil further suggests that Brooke was less stunned with this revelation. He said Kel was actually shocked with the evidence we found. If he wants to join me in more investigations, he is more than welcome. I think he showed real promise. He's a real legend and even ghosts aren't going to mess with such a fearsome man. Mm -hmm. Yes, because those in spirits would be really, really struggling with a large man when you haven't got a physical body. Sure. I got asked once if I took guns on paranormal investigations. <laughs> oh my God. Imagine running around in the dark, being <laughs> like scared with loaded guns? weapons. Look at these guns. <laughs> For the benefit of the radio, Miss Morris is now showing everyone her triceps and biceps. <laughs> That's very impressive. I bet you could cut a cord of wood in one morning and give birth in the afternoon. That's right. I told the man, how do you kill something that's already dead? And he just looked at me blankly. 
Paranormal <laughs> King or Licked in the Ring? You decide. Go to our Facebook wow. site. More questions and answers with Adrian Lee. Michelle, what have you got for me tonight in the round of Ghosts and Hauntings? A woman claims she snapped a ghost haunting a Christmas tree moments after a glass bauble mysteriously smashed on its own. How many times has have a glass bauble leapt off of a Christmas tree and broke on its own? That very rarely happens. Never that seen happens it. happens all the time, especially if you have cats. Being ironic. I've seen witches <laughs> do spells. In Christmas baubles, because you can take the end off, put the spell in the bauble, put the lid back on, and you can hide that and hang that anywhere you want. Yes. Good advice there. I looked that up on Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> nice. I love no. this show. Melanie Scholes, 31, experienced a festive fright while chatting to a friend about their deceased loved ones. She noticed the ghoulish face after taking a picture of the tree to send to her mum and saw it gazing right at her from among the branches. That was bunk. <laughs> that was a big bunk. If you are playing the Bell Bunk and Snort drinking game, you are welcome to your third <laughs> shot of the evening. Michelle has thrown her story asunder. <laughs> That didn't last long, did it? We got further in than a few weeks ago, didn't we? Get rid of the bald tree story. Done. If you wish to look that story up for yourself, it's on our Facebook site. More questions and answers with Adrian Lee. Miss Morris, what have you got for me tonight in the round of ghosts and haunties? Ooh, I've got a woman in Ontario was recently arrested for witchcraft two days before the archaic law was set to be scrubbed from the record. Do you believe it? I don't believe it. 33-year-old Tiffany Butch was charged on December 11th with demanding no. money in exchange. What would be the best first name to have if your last name was Butch? I don't know. Ima Butch. Ima. <laughs> Billy. Billy Butch. <laughs> I think I've seen a film with that name. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, Billy Butch. <laughs> well, she was dis- she was disturbed. I was going to say, is that Bill? Oh. Do you prefer Bill or William? <laughs> <laughs> well, on December 11th, with demanding money in exchange for lifting a curse, a crime that falls, falls, fails under an age-old law prohibiting pretending to practice witchcraft. So you're not supposed to pretend. You actually have to do it. It's kind of like. Do it or get off the pot type of thing. I've heard a phrase similar to that. Butch, who also goes by the moniker White Witch of the North. Monica Butch. Yes. Was charged with the offense despite the fact that the law itself was set to be scrubbed entirely a mere two days later. Timmins Police Force spokesman Mark Depate explained that both police and prosecutors apply the law as it exists at the time of the offense. In this particular set of circumstances, eh? Mr. Bond. The person gave him a sense of foreboding that a dreadful thing was about to happen to their family at some point, eh? It's one of those famous Pakistani Canadians you read so much about. That they should provide them with financial compensation, eh? Mr. Simpson. So that they could perform some sort of mystical service. You notice that none of the highlights of any one's year was you doing accents, right? <laughs> <laughs> they never got on the list. <laughs> that a close would... second on mine. <laughs> Chad's on minus 10. <laughs> that would prevent that from 
happening a <laughs> he said <laughs> Butch herself, however, denies the allegations. People proclaimed Mia Vich here and gave me a nickname. Eh? We're having a tour of the world, aren't we? Yep. We're getting around. But I am not a witch, eh? I am a psychic. I don't know who this person even is, and none of my customers from October A eh, to now have put in any complaints with me or asked me for refunds back, eh? It's almost like you're in the room. The yes. case remains ongoing. Oh, I a. shall give you two cauldrony, witchy, spellbound. I gave you everything. Points, I know, which is why you've got two. <laughs> <laughs> you're up to a rather slippery, symmetrical. Great. Eight. Mm. Son finds missing dad buried under the basement <gasps> after calling in a psychic. Ooh. A man discovered that his dad who had been missing for 57 years. You'd have thought they'd have notified someone by now. Was buried under his basement with the help from psychics. Mike Carroll, 57, hired ghost hunters to help him solve the mystery of his dad's whereabouts. After he went back, he went out to buy a packet of cigarettes in 1961 <laughs> and never came back. Huh. As Actually, one does. I know someone who did that. I was friends at school with a lad who said he was going out to buy some cigarettes and disappeared for two years. And his family had no idea where he was. And he just came back one day as if nothing had happened. That's the God's honest truth, I tell you. <gasps> After years of wondering where the missing army vet was, Mike finally found his dad. George Carroll had been just feet away from him the whole time. The mystics said that they felt an energy that was coming from the basement of his home in Long Island, USA. To add to the spook factor, Mike and his sons decided to start digging to find the remains of George, and they were not disappointed. The skeleton of Mike's dad was found intact, but had a huge hole in his skull, which according to the autopsy was blunt force trauma. The mom did it. Which was something that Mike had already been told by the psychics. You're gifted and you're psychic, Miss Morris. He told the New York Post, I was told by the psychics that the cause of his death was blunt force trauma. He had actually said to me that it was a pipe that he got in his head and then he was buried alive. So it was his dad with the lead piping in the basement. Mm -hmm. By the mum. George's body was discovered <laughs> under concrete that is believed to have been poured over him. How does something like this happen? How do you dispose of someone and bury them in the basement and pour concrete over them and no one yeah. knows anything about it? Said his brother Stephen, 61. Despite having found the body of the Korean War veteran, local police said it's unlikely they will know whoever killed George and buried his body. Or they could ask a psychic. <laughs> Mike's mum, Dorothy, was said to have given minimal information about her husband's disappearance and that the family never filed a missing persons report <gasps> and moved on with their life. Yeah. Dorothy can't be called in for questioning on the reappearance of George as she died in 1998. Yes, she did. Or you could ask a psychic. Ooh. Can't believe he's dead or a spooky hole in the head. You decide. Go to our Facebook site, <laughs> more questions and answers with... Adrian Lee, Miss Morris, what have you got for me now in a round of UFOs and cryptozoology? It's green men and very hairy beasties. Mm. Well, an eastern Kentucky woman is reported to have seen a frightening creature outside the town of Sandy Hook, prompting an investigation by the Bigfoot Field <gasps> Research Organization, or BFRO. <laughs> I guess. BRFO. <laughs> or you can just shorten it to like, BO. Like, not quite Jeffro, but. Jeffro. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, the group released a follow-up report this month that concludes the woman saw something that wasn't human. She described it as a walking tree, said the investigator Jack Schmar. Schmar? A walking tree? Schmar. Yeah. Isn't that like a stick insect that's grown up? I'm thinking Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Yeah. What are those things called? A stick insect that's grown up? Yeah, yeah, mm. Katie did. Yeah. You're going with that, are you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. However, his report stopped short of declaring it was a Bigfoot, which is, in case you were wondering, a legendary ape-like creature that remains more a popular myth than scientific fact. Oh. Claims of Bigfoot sightings have been recorded across the nation for decades, including a 2017 nighttime encounter in the woods of McDowell County, North Carolina. Well, Smar says he interviewed the Kentucky woman about her experience, calling it a Class B incident in which a possible Sasquatch was observed at a great distance or in poor lighting, as they all are. The woman who he declined to name because she's scared or something, is reported to have seen a creature while she was a passenger in her husband's vehicle about 7.45 on October 18th. At some point, I started screaming. Why am I Like this. There's something in the road. They're in the middle of the road. And I said, don't look, but she looked. And I'm looking at this thing. And yes, they call it the streak. Which is at least, it's got to be at least seven foot tall. Look at that, look It at was that. really big. It was the color of some sort of tree. Like brown, a, we call that. Brown, bird, that is. A birch or an elder or a buckthorn or an oak. Or but I'm something. no expert. <laughs> <laughs> or a pan or a crab apple. Let's play What's My Tree. <laughs> What's My Tree on MQTA Radio. What and tree I, am I thinking? I don't know. <laughs> oh, if you're playing the Bell Bunk and Snort drinking game, you can have another drink. Because no one in here is drinking. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, that thing had turned its head. Look, she's crying over there. Look, she's acting. Look, she's and got it, her hands on her head. And it looks straight at the car. <laughs> this isn't a film it. we're rehearsing for. It was like some sort of shadow. It's like a screen you test. Know? Like one of those moving shadows of the trees. Like this. She's crying. That's method acting so as we live in grief. I've got tears running down my legs. Does that help? But it wasn't a, it wasn't a creature. No. But I don't know what it was. It must have been an oak or something. But She's it was gone through same, a whole gamut of trees from A to B. same color as a tree, but it looked at me. It gave me the beady eye like this. <laughs> That was just a knot in the wood. What I saw has a pattern. You know those types of pattern on a tree. She can't look at furniture in the eye. And the colour scheme it had to its fur. It was like, oh, in my opinion, closely resembles what it looks like. Tree bark. Like an oak. So you're telling me they've got this usual suspect's lineup. Where they've been to the local gardening centre and there's five trees sat there. Could number two just rustle its leaves a little bit? And then turn its head. Yeah, could, could number four just come forward a bit? Turn its head. Could number five say put the money in the bag and no one gets hurt? I shall give you two remarkable tree-like 
Arbitorium point. You're up to a rather remarkable double integer of 10. Michelle, what have you got for me tonight in the round of The Strange and the Bizarre? A man claiming to have traveled back from the year 2030 has predicted huge snowstorms in America in the new year as well as an outbreak of UFO sightings. Oh, shut up. It's true. Let her get one story out tonight. Cranky. <laughs> Bunk next. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Going by the name Noah Novak, the so-called time traveler with a huge online following, claims whole cities in the Midwest will be wiped out. So, kiss y'all butts goodbye. Well, whatever. I had a good run. <laughs> in the clip, which his face and voice have been distorted, he shows what he claims to be some library pages from the future to the camera. He's brought library books back. Oh, Just pages. You know what's happened? He's had those library books overdue for 30 years. Yeah. He's gone back in time so he doesn't have to pay the fine. Right, yes. <laughs> if I had a time machine, the first thing I'd do is take my library books back. Now, these are a few of his predictions for the coming months, guys, so buckle up. He said, starting from 2019 to 2020, January 2019, we'll see huge and massive spikes of UFO sightings. People will see them everywhere. Mm. In February 2019, massive snowstorms hit the Midwest, and multiple cities will be wiped out by snowstorms. We've had no snowstorms this week, have we? That's Not remarkable. Not at all. It's the biggest snowstorm in history. In history. Yeah. Noah also claims a functioning robotic eye will be unveiled in April of 2019. From where? Space. Bend over, I'll show you. <laughs> You're my brown-eyed girl. I'm going to poke your eye out. Do you remember yeah. when? This is remarkable. You're very violent tonight. and You've had a couple of drinks. You get violent. Even more <laughs> remarkable is his claim that in June, an implanted ship which will allow paralyzed people to walk again. Well, that's a good thing. Yeah. yeah. But then in November of 2020, he claims Trump will be re-elected president. Another self-proclaimed time traveler has said half the Earth's population will be wiped out in a near apocalyptic war involving Terminator-style robots. We don't so, want an apple pie epoxy no. resin war. That would be terrible. Happy <laughs> New Year, everyone. It's the end of the world as we know it. I feel I fine. Feel fine. Nah. Good times. Stimulus and... Response. Have you got anything there, Michelle? Or are you done for the I'm night? I'm done. We're I done. Said Happy New Year, man. Let's all go to the bar and celebrate Happy New Year. We now enter the round that we call Not For Your Mother, which means you have found us on one of our platforms. So thank you for that. If you're listening on Stitcher or iTunes, please write us a short review. We'd be very grateful for that. If you're listening on SoundCloud, why not press the little orange love heart? Show us how much you enjoy what we do and you can cut and paste the link and tell the whole wide world on your social media you're listening to the only paranormal news quiz show anywhere in the world this is the round called not for your mother it's the stories from around the world this week that we couldn't read out on the dark matter digital network for fear of getting a hefty find or removed but here we can say and do whatever we want so you have been warned if your mother's of a nervous disposition just put a pillow over her face tell her to relax and she'll be with her mother shortly <laughs> Russian researchers claim to have found a way to produce instant erections with a remote-controlled zapper. I got one. (laughs) 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 Like a balloon animal. (laughs) Dostavania. 
I got one from Svedka. <laughs> Can you imagine giving that to your wife? She should be on that button nonstop. You'd be in the grocery store. <laughs> and you're in the chocolate aisle. Is that like you with an egg remote? I don't know what an egg remote is, but yes, let's say this for the benefit of... You mean where it's silent, but the dog hears it? Yes. So you with press the, the button. Sound. And no one can hear it, but the dog cocks its head to one side and hears a strange whistling sound that cannot be heard <laughs> by a human ear. Oh, I have the egg in a story later for you. I will give everyone 10 points each. If they can tell me the worst place your wife could press the erection button, I'll start you off. Family Christmas dinner. Church. Uncle Bob's funeral. Oh, I was going to say communion. Yeah. Dressed as Santa. <laughs> oh. Oh, no. Oh, what would you like for Christmas, little girl? That's my oh. cell phone. Don't go crying to your mother. Ooh, Ooh in beach. a military parade. Mm. Massage. At your boss's house. Casino swimming pool. Yeah. Casino swimming pool? Public swimming pool. Oh, just, just me then. <laughs> That's oh, just something to me, God. is it? Measuring for a suit. Oh, during no. an episode of MQTA. What? what? That's <laughs> that bad. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. Wow. Look at that. It needs its own zip code. <laughs> Tests on monkeys. <laughs> what? Oh. Are reported to show spectacular results. I thought you said Tesla monkeys. Tesla monkeys. Awesome. <laughs> Tesla monkey. That would be an awesome name for a band. I was yeah. thinking that. <laughs> Tesla monkeys. Tesla monkeys. Want you. Madison Square Garden. We're opening. For the Stone Roses. <laughs> <laughs> Tesla Monkeys. There's the, uh, what is the main, Arctic Monkeys, that's it. There is yeah, a British band yeah. called Arctic Monkeys, but apparently erections on monkeys are showing spectacular results. I don't want to see those and results. Devices similar to a TV channel changer. Yeah. <laughs> Can you up imagine and down. Getting the two. <laughs> Next door's trying to get their garage door up and down and you're in the bedroom. <laughs> Research has now begun on humans in the hope of a cure for impotence, says entrepreneur <laughs> Boris Alexandrov, a former GP who is behind the studies. Graphic, graphic video footage from a research center appears to show a monkey oh God. in a sudden and rapid erection. Don't put a banana in your pocket. No. <laughs> Get it off me. Let it, let it let it finish. Stop it. I went to the zoo about 10 years ago. I was at Colchester Zoo in Essex. You can look this up, Colchester Zoo in Essex. I'm standing in front of the monkey enclosure. I don't know what all the different monkeys are. There's like rhesus monkeys and other kinds. <laughs> <laughs> and other kinds? And Did you lose it? Yeah. The macabs. Uh, this monkey sat on a branch with his back to us. And a mum brings her little daughter. She must have been three years old. Look at the monkeys, Anne. Look at the little monkeys. The monkey turned around. Uh, he uh, he had a he had a lot in front of him there. He had a lot going on. He turned around. Honestly, it was like a baby's arm holding an apple. The mum went, "Oh my!" Very British. <laughs> it was a macaque monkey, wasn't yeah. it? The only thing I would add to that is that 10 minutes later, I had to go back past the monkey enclosure <gasps> to get where I needed to go. And the monkey was there and it was gone. So I'm thinking at some point, he's managed to relieve himself 
of his apoplectic issues. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant the monkey was gone, like somebody oh, took someone it. <laughs> someone, yes, that would be the worst thing for a British person ever to see at the zoo would be a monkey erection. You'd have to have years of therapy to work yeah, that out. Yeah, he took care of himself, I think is what happened. Mm. It is claimed to be a response to a signal from a remote control. The erection vanishes just as quickly after another signal. On, off gone you could keep it going backwards and forwards dr alexandrov said we can cause a monkey to have an erection why is it funny that the word monkey and erection in the same sentence makes me laugh i'm just thinking about what you just said about yeah. the offer we can cause it to go off and on at the press of yes. a button yes and all i'm thinking about is those new year's things that you blow in yes like yes <laughs> happy new year <laughs> <laughs> Look, there's a feather on the end. And then it rolls back yep. up. Yep. Attach streamers to it. It's going yeah. up and down. Yeah. I love it. I want one. Yeah. Oh, my. They can remotely control monkey erections now, apparently, remotely. So, good news for everyone on farmersonly.com. Oh. We press a button on a remote control, the manhood immediately rises. We press the button, it disappears. There goes half our listeners. The technique yeah. involves connecting tiny electrodes to nerves in the male. Reproductive system erections are then induced by electrostimulation of the nerves by remote control. The breakthrough was made by a team of 20 scientists studying male reproductive health and impotence for several years. 20 scientists for several years have come up with a remote control for monkey erections. It's Why aren't we funding this? Oh, Dr. Man. Alexandrov said this is the first successful study of its kind in the world, opening up new possibilities in fighting erectile dysfunction <laughs> in humans and puts. A whole new world. <laughs> <laughs> A monkey erection. Here they come. <laughs> Walking down the street, get the funniest looks from everyone they meet. It's a monkey erection. Oh, God. It puts a whole new meaning to the word, I'm going to button up your lip. What? Leave the button alone or let's see the bone. You decide. Oh, God. Go to our Facebook site, more questions and answers, or go to your monkeyerections.com. Com. Oh, Michelle, <laughs> I don't know if that no, exists. I've no I, idea. No. <laughs> Michelle, what have you got for me tonight in the round of Not For Your Mother? Many of us mark Boxing Day by binge-watching television, eating leftover turkey, and snapping up the bargains in the sales. But if you're wanting to celebrate December 26th in style, there's a rather attention-grabbing way of doing so. Any of the gap years between New Year's Eve and Christmas, we can do this. Yeah. I've got my Elmer's glue. We can make this happen. Mm -hmm. What are we doing? Heather, can I have your butt for a minute? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Well, we've got plenty of canvas to work with, Michelle. Oh. oh. Wow. Mm -hmm. You're going to get it, funny man. <laughs> I don't like you anymore. <laughs> Got to sleep sometimes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Go Get Glitter is encouraging its followers to rock festive body art this winter. And the retailer has come up with a perfect design to sport on the day after Christmas. So would you be brave enough to try it? The design, which we've dubbed the Boxing Day Bum, involves covering... Hang on, that, that means something completely different to me, Boxing Day Bum. That's, that's, uh, you've eaten all the richest food on, on Boxing Christmas Day. 
Boxing Day bum means something completely different. That's like buffet bottom. Just saying. Oh, Michelle. Yes. Is this a story that Adrian happened to put on Facebook? I believe he got barred from Facebook. <sighs> Was he in Facebook jail? He Facebook was in the jail. Yes, and I managed to drop the soap in the Facebook showers. <laughs> <laughs> I, this story. I thought you were walking funny. <laughs> oh, God. This story has been in the British press all week. Yes. It shows a couple of rosy-ass bottoms decorated with Christmas baubles, as you will go on to describe. Yes. It was covered in the Sun newspaper, the mm-hmm. biggest tabloid paper in Britain, and the Daily Star. And you decided to share it. what I've done for the last five years, day in, day out, yeah. and cut and paste the link to those stories on more questions and answers and with Adrian with Lee. And it comes with its own picture. And it comes with its own picture. I woke up this week, turned on my laptop, and I've been banned from Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> for posting pictures of You've an arse. Been suspended. <laughs> yeah. They must have some sort of arse recognition software. Because <laughs> we've done glitter tits. We have. Uh, we've done glitter we've boobs. Done, we did a we've puppy that looked like a man. Yeah. Yes. Do you remember that story where it was a naked puppy and yes. it got banned immediately because somebody thought it was a weenus. Yeah, but it was a puppy. It was actually a puppy. And so the guy laughed about it. And we've actually had glitter bums before. I have we've seen had pumpkin bums. The yes. most terrible, most terrible Facebook posts that ruin decency from top to bottom. Yes. In the most terrible uh, ways. And I've got a picture of an ass done up like a Christmas I, card. I th- and I get banned. I, banned from Facebook. I think- My life is over. I think the clue is that there was more ass than bow. More ass than bow. (laughs) If I had a nickel. (laughs) More more ass than bow. That sounds like some sort of critical review of a Robin Hood themed pornographic film. It's my thesis. The scenes were great, but there was more ass than bow. Again, oh, nice. another name nice. for a band. Throbbing, yes. throbbing hood. Throbbing hood. <laughs> more ass than bow. Oh. We need to make that film. Let's go on GoFundMe and make the <laughs> film Throbbing Hood. I want to make an Oak Island porn. Oh, no, we're no. not going. Yeah, oh, it has to have been done. The Curse of Poke Island. Yeah, right. good one. No. We need to make that happen. Oh. The trouble with that pornographic film is it's going to involve 25 middle-aged men and nobody else. You know, chicks. That'll yeah. be it, <laughs> apart from the ones that are dead. And it'll get you banned from Facebook. Yeah. Which is oh, where we God. started this conversation. So go forth and tell the viewers what glorious... Aesthetics of Christmas Day shenanigans got me banned from Facebook this week. All right. To pull it off, get a pal to outline a bow on your backside. You need a good friend there, don't you? Can't you work like the starfish into the design? Leave more backside than bow. More ass than bow. I've done Santa Claus looking pensive. Before filling it in with body paint, finish with glitter or sequins to transform your posterior into a tempting present. I've done Rudolph smoking a cigar. (laughs) Body competent babes can flaunt the look in a thong or by going semi-naked. Alternatively, you can sketch the bow onto your lower back to avoid flashing your entire booty. This story got me banned from Facebook. It's 
piffle. It's piss and wind. There's no content. While you think the design is extreme, it's gone down a treat with Instagram users. More than 6,800 views the social media, and it's likely that some will try it out for themselves. So Go Get Glitter has unveiled yet other festive body ideas. This Christmas, previously, the store promoted its jingle bum look on Instagram. And they were happy with that, apparently, on Facebook. Very happy, yes. To recreate this design, get a pal to outline two bells on each butt cheek. And after outlining the shape, fill it in with gold and copper glitter. Top it off with a bright red bow to complete the festive body art. You're welcome. Ding dong, merrily on high. It's normally the part of the story where I say, if you go to our Facebook site, more questions and answers. Can't see it. You can see it, but you can't because they removed it and put me in jail. Don't repost it. No. If you wish to see the Ask Christmas, Ask Christmas, I gave you my. <laughs> wow. Come in my face, fool. Um. Type in, do a Google search, Boxing Day Bums. Just don't post it on Facebook. Don't you do will it. be put in jail. Jail. Man 70 spent £12,000, that's about $18,000, on penis fillers to boost the girth of his manhood to six inches. So about half. Why? That's disgusting, and nobody wants a coffee can. No one yeah. wants a what can? Coffee can. A coffee can. Six inches in diameter. Yes. Yeah. Nobody wants that. That's not I'd rather have good the length. For anybody. Well, we'll have to do some sort of Facebook vote where you say length, girth. We'll have to people decide what they want. <laughs> <laughs> like a takeout menu. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> the out. people have spoken. <laughs> <laughs> wow, there's another snort. Quick, get a drink in. You wait all year for a snort and then you get six all in one I show. Know. A pensioner is so addicted to penis fillers that he spent $18,000 on enlarging his manhood to the maximum size medically allowed. That's. So there are parameters, apparently. There are rules. Mm. Eric Bell. And. Does that ring a bell? Eric Bellend. <laughs> Does anyone know who Eric Bell actually is? No. He shares his name with a very famous person. Does no one want to jump in, Eric Bell? Alexander Graham. Yeah, that's not. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was thinking. You've got some of it, right? I went. I must tell you this. When I was about 23, 24, I went to a very obscure blues club in a place called Brentwood, in the middle of Essex, in the middle of nowhere. And there was only five or six people sat there. And me and my mate Chris sat down. I had a Coca-Cola. There was a band about to come on. I like the blues. The gentleman came on the stage. His name was Eric Bell. He oh. played these most amazing blues songs you'd ever heard in your life. He started to play all the Van Morrison stuff. Baby, please don't go. Baby, please don't go. I'm sat there thinking, Eric Bell... This is long before Wikipedia and cell phones, so do bear that in mind. He was halfway through his set, and I suddenly thinking to myself, why does this sound so familiar? He then started playing Whiskey in the Jar by Thin Lizzy. He was Thin Lizzy's original guitarist back in the day. And I'm sat there with five other people watching this amazing blues guitarist. You can look him up, Eric Bell. He played with Van Morrison. He played with Thin Lizzy. You know, the boys are back in town and all of that carry on. There was me. 
watching this amazing blues guitarist in a blues club with five other people. He was very good. This is the one that has the thick todger? No, this has nothing to do with him. (laughs) Oh, I was just wondering. I'm just saying he shares his name. I just wandered off. (laughs) I lost her. She never got beyond the thick todger. She's still on thick todger. She's like a girl in a maths lesson looking out of the window and daydreaming of a thick todger. (laughs) Don't look at my paper. And then suddenly the teacher says, Heather, what's the answer to that one? Todger. Todger. (laughs) No, we're not doing algebra now. He has now signed up for his fifth dose of hyaluronic acid to keep his member that wide. The single retired nurse from Cayley, West Yorkshire, first became addicted to the procedure four years ago. But Eric maintains that penis fillers have not only boosted his confidence, but they've also given him a fantastic love life on the dating scene. Most guys think of a needle down there with fear, Eric said. I'm not thinking like he's the size of a needle. They've actually got to inject fillers. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I initially went to the doctors, I was apprehensive. But with the local anaesthetic, there's nothing to fear. If you had a local anaesthetic, wouldn't that feel like you're touching someone else's when you go for a wee, like 10 minutes later? Wouldn't that feel like you're holding someone else's? Don't ask me. Yeah, I wouldn't know. I used to look down. You feel your own, do you, rather than someone else's? I used to look down. You've never known what it is like to feel your own, have you? No. No. Don't look so surprised. I mean, that's that's true, isn't it, ultimately? What's a surprise? I haven't been. You used to have one, but now you don't. I haven't been in a serious relationship before. He's 70 years old. He says he's never been. Wait in a, a second. Serious... He's 70 and he's having fillers to make him the size of a coffee can. Every wrinkle's an inch, I've been led to believe. So he's going after women that are in wheelchairs? I'm dating much younger women and I feel like my confidence is sky high. I. The I... National Health Service Wait. says... That while you can't do much to safely enlarge your penis, you can do other things to feel more confident. Wait a second. Did you just say he said I'm dating women? Younger women. Oh, okay. Younger. It'd be hard to push dating older women at 70. Christ. (laughs) (laughs) You'd have to have a can of Bengay. Stay still. Quit wriggling. (laughs) That's not wriggling. That's Parkinson's. (laughs) Oh, God. That's not a problem. I'm just pointing it out. God. Who are you? <laughs> Where are we going? <laughs> Come again? <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> that handkerchief you made me smell made my ass sore. <laughs> There's whiskey in the jar. Oh. God. However, studies that followed men up over a longer time suggest disappointing results with complications, including disfigurement, scarring, lumpiness, and infection. And that's just <gasps> the women he's dating. He's going to have to get a weird-sized coffin. Unbelievable. <laughs> Long and thin will get you in, but short and fat is where it's at. Like Go a, to our Facebook site before I get banned and it gets removed. Like a periscope. Yeah. <laughs> off the <sighs> top of it. A submarine. <laughs> He's swimming on his back. Ping, <laughs> ping, <laughs> ping, ping. <laughs> the hunt for Red October. That's <laughs> wrong. So wrong. The hunt for Pink October. <laughs> so wrong. Found an oyster. <laughs> 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 Clam. 
The girth is where it's at, apparently. It's, it's all in the girth. Oh, lots mm. of tuna. Miss mm. Morris, yeah. you have the final story of the evening. Guess what? You're going to have to go a long way Guess to what? beat all of that shenanigans. It's here. It's tell finally me, tell here. Me, tell me, tell me, we tell have me. to wait 365 days for it to be here, and it's finally here. They New Year's Day. No, it's not New Year's. It's what did you get stuck in your rectum this year? Yes, my <laughs> favorite <laughs> day of the year. Let's play What Got Stuck in Your Rectum. Yeah. This year, joining me is Heather Morris. She likes wrestling, drinking Guinness, and going to the cinema. And G.I. Joe's. all right you've been reincarnated you used to be a bargo in saigon in 1972 didn't you yeah well it's here it's finally here every year it seems like the big day will never ever ever come let's play what's in my rectum but Mm. it's here it's the Can you feel it, Chad? What does it feel like? What is your guess? It's the Christmas tree. It's no longer needed. It's the day to gather with your family and friends round the hearth, warm beverages and sweet treats at the ready. This is like the game of operation. There's a guy bending over and you're trying to pull out the bread basket. And have a heavy chortle over the things America stuck inside itself. And I bet they're all remove. in Florida. <laughs> and no. And couldn't remove without the help of trained medical personnel. All reports are taken from the U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission's database of emergency room visits. And all descriptions are verbatim. And none of those things belong in there. As well, always, you say that. Objects are sorted by orifice, working south. So we're going to start with the ear. Kay. I'm going to tell you what has been stuck in people's ears. I don't know. We'll tell you what I got stuck in my ear when I was a kid, uh-huh. and oh. my mother smacked me after she removed it. Well, do you, would you like me to read all of them quickly, or just a few choice ones? Well, we have plenty of time. Yeah, go for it. Go all for it. All of them quickly. Okay. Somebody had a necklace stuck in their ear. Somebody had placed a crayon in their ear on a dare. Okay, I'm going to check these because there's lots. Yes. Somebody was bored at school, so they put a pen in their ear. Yeah, these are these are normal things. Yeah. Somebody stuck a drain plug in their ear. A like, drain plug. That's right. A match. Oh. Uh, the end of a comb. Uh, quotes on always puts toilet paper in their ear when showering and now they can't remove it. Yeah, that seems like remove the shower. Because there's lots of crap in there. Yes, well, (laughs) toilet paper is meant to dissolve in water. So So, if he gets water in there, it dissolves and it's gone. Oh, gross. That's why you shouldn't. You're going to blow it out your nose. Kitchen paper down the toilet. Somebody put phloem in there. What's a phloem? You know what phloem is. It's that stuff made of styrofoam, but it's kind of got the gooey stuff. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was a terrible idea. That was a bad idea. Somebody put a tapioca ball in there. Somebody put a toy mouse in there. See, I'm going through the stuff that is I didn't find as fun, but I'm going to go through it quickly. Somebody put a leaf in their ear. I got a watermelon seed stuck in my ear because I was enthusiastic about eating a watermelon. Nice. True. Uh, somebody put a googly eye. <laughs> googly eye. Has anyone seen my eye? 
What have you done with me? What a Chris- Where's Uncle Bob's eye? I don't know. He lost it in Vietnam. <laughs> I was going to stick it up my bottom so when I next have a proctology test, the guy says, Check wow. This out. Yeah, that's right. You need to relax more, <laughs> Mr. Lee. Somebody put a piece of gelatinous toy that expands in water, which was a brilliant idea. A pearl, car keys, a bug they thought would be fun to put in someone's ear. Somebody put Star bleach, Trek. bleach on a Q-tip to clean their ear because they wanted it sparkly. Yes. So they got a chemical burn. So they're now doing ear chemical bleaching. Chemical burn, chemical burn. Is that God like a bum bleaching? <gasps> and in quotes again, somebody was cleaning the ear with a Q-tip and accidentally walked into a wall and pushed the Q-tip oh. into their ear. Oh, that'll break an ear. When I was a small child, I had a little G.I. Joe tank and it fired little missiles. And as a five-year-old, I picked up one of the missiles, stuck it down my ear, and the tip of the missile, the cone, came away and i went to my mum and said i've got a missile stuck in my ear oh my mother got a pair of tweezers she very delicately and calmly removed it and then smacked me and said don't do that again lessons to be learned well we have other fun things like rubber bands and stuff but i'm gonna go over let's cut straight to the chase okay somebody got a glue stick stuck in their ear glue stick or a glow stick. Oh, oh glow wow. Stick. Well, glue stick, glow, glow stick. Who cares? Someone's in a shed somewhere trying to stick some furniture together somebody, and it's glowing. Somebody put a tampon <laughs> in there. Not quite. They probably were sick of hearing someone snore. <laughs> With waves when wet. Somebody got a sex toy stuck in there. Yeah. That's an awful big really? ear or an awful small sex toy. Yeah. Oh. Somebody got a butterfly stuck in there. There's one does. This should. This was all done on the same evening. I might add. It's the same guy. Uh, and now these two were quite funny. And this is all to do with the ear. Uh, somebody got popcorn kernels in both ears because it feeds her ears because her ears are hungry. Oh my god! Yeah, that's <laughs> mental illness. Now mm-hmm. that's funny, right? A little bit. It reminds me of what is it? The Lone Ranger. Where he's feeding the crow on top of his head. Remember the... Tonto. Yes, Johnny yes, Depp. yes. That's uh, an offering. Yeah. So she's giving her ears an offering. That's right. Her ears have an offering. Well, and then finally somebody sneezed and a computer keyboard key came out of uh, their... Caps well, lock. Yeah, that too. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's see. Crafting string. A uh, fork, pen, and jelly wrapper, and fork string and jelly wrapper. It's like yeah. a duet. They're rapping. Yeah. <laughs> They're from Compton. Read their names out again. Compton. These are from Compton. Fork yeah. string and jelly wrapper. Okay, we're going to move swiftly on. Let's go straight to the butt. No, we're going to go to oh. the throat because the throat is fun. Well, we okay, can but stop I'm, it. and I'm just gonna go over the highlights. The things that Michelle's put in her throat this year. Okay, this is just the highlights. Okay. We're gonna go with banana. Nope. Plastic. <laughs> See already, I think you're lying. I hate bananas. Blast uh, plastic. It's toy all about banana. you. What about my wants and needs? <laughs> plastic toy banana. See, uh, if you don't like bananas, cr- we can use a fake one. <laughs> Uh, You're always putting walls up and barriers. See, and I'm a solutions person. A Christmas tree branch. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Itchy. Itchy. (laughs) Pine fresh. (laughs) 
we are getting all the actions here, by yeah, the way. Yeah, yeah. I've forgotten there's people listening to this. Me too. <laughs> and somebody swallowed a quarter while eating peanuts. Well, we're going to wait to see. <laughs> of course. We're going to wait to see if there's any change. Oh, God. <laughs> wow. I found the attention you were looking for. Now we're going to move swiftly on to the penis. <coughs> this is like a date for you, isn't it? It starts this off is, in the year. This is what was found in it. Just what, so in you the, know, in the that they needed help getting out. Oh. Okay, somebody put a domino in there. <gasps> That's no ruined the way. game. A thin electrified rod, a piece huh? of hard white plastic that he broke off while working with crafts. That's <laughs> not how you're supposed to <laughs> do that. <laughs> that ruined our art therapy session. Yeah. <laughs> but that's not how you do ceramics. I like watching the boy's face. Nice. Oh, <laughs> the back of a remote control was stuck in the end of a penis. That wasn't a monkey <gasps> erection remote, was it? A, a wow. metal paper clip. Oh. Mm. Uh, and uh, fingernail clippings. <laughs> oh, my God. That's sick. I really that wish you guys sweetheart, had I was on board up until now. <laughs> <laughs> sweetheart, let's freshen things up in the bedroom. Clip your nails. Fingernail clippings. I'm biting mine now, Heather, just no, for you. Please don't. Try, don't, don't. That's disgusting. Put it away. No. Oh. She's got her toes in her mouth. Christ. Oh. I used to be able to do that, just so you know. I know, and that's why you A had lot. so many dates. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Very popular young girl in eighth grade. <laughs> Well, crafting string was found in the end of a penis as well. This crafting string, we yeah, need to get some. This is popular some. stuff. And a 3M command strip plastic hook. Okay. <laughs> you know. 3M you know. make many wondrous things. I've been uh, to yeah, the sandpaper museum. The wiener it, it was hooker. <laughs> moving, <laughs> moving swiftly on to the JJ. Okay. It's like a tick list of your date, this, isn't it? Ah, uh, well, guess what was found in there? A domino again, because it must have been the same couple. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be playing that game of dominoes. Busy. They're busy. A small child's toy. A small child. <gasps> I thought you were going to say small child. Oh, yeah. Jesus. No, that was found in Remember that? Yes. Yeah, remember that time? Like a, remember? A two-year-old was found in a woman's... Let's not go over this again. Okay. Just... <laughs> a baton. Okay, band practice was more interesting. Yeah, I had a baton. You should have seen him conducting Prokofiev. (sighs) Well, the cap of a deodorant spray, because that's not how you do that. He's got confused with axe and chopper. Artificial fingernail. I'm thinking she was with the other guy that had the clippings in his weenus. Mm. A makeup brush. Another toy plastic banana, which must have been with the other. <laughs> Those were popular. They were on sale. <laughs> Where can we get this? At the Dollar Tree. Tree where I get all your Christmas gifts. <laughs> a penis ring fell off in there. Penis ring? Uh, somebody slipped and fell on a wet floor at home and also had... <laughs> of course a, they did. And the mop went up. And had a sex toy stuck in the vagina for eight months. So it was right at home, making itself at home there. I know, it was terrible. <laughs> Charge it red. That's got lodging rights. You can't evict. No, I'm thinking nothing else must can't have take been it out. out there. She must have had nothing else visiting. No visitors for eight, for eight months. months. Right. Nothing. After they made love, she took out a packet of cigarettes. I thought there was something in the way. Oh. 
Well, she also it had someone had inserted a crayon in her vagina, and she can't remember if it came out or not. She can't remember if that was Crayola Weld at the Mall mm. of America. And finally, it is <gasps> the rectum. Well, we've wasted this long, haven't oh, we? Oh, I can't wait okay. any longer. So someone found a Christmas ornament ball. There we are. They shoved it up their rectum. Always very festive. Also a billiard ball. Oh. Of course. Also. He potted the brown in the corner pocket. A shot glass. Okay. An SD card. Huh. That's a little... I don't yeah, God, that's that's child's. <laughs> that's, just, that's the sort of low-level stuff you start off with. Uh, that's like, it's a gateway. That's, that's the, the gateway, gateway stuff. <laughs> <laughs> We're way beyond that. That's how they smuggle secrets out. That was that was university. Out. That was. Yeah. That's how they smuggle secrets out. <laughs> smuggle oh, secrets. Oh, yeah. Well, someone quotes jumped on the bed, and a toothbrush was on the bed, and went up the patient's rectum. They pulled it Probably out. Happen, yeah, they yeah. put it back in the jar. Wrecked them. Damn near killed them. <laughs> Split them apart. The old the ones end. are the best. Uh, well, someone sat on a sofa and accidentally sat on a ballpoint pen, and it lodged up the rectum. That was fun. And a The leg... pen is mightier than the pork sword. Somebody oh. got the... I don't know. Oh... No, no, I'm sat here just having fun. I'm, yeah, I'm with telling yourself. my own jokes. <laughs> your own it's little a world. dirty your job, but little... someone's got to do it. Somebody got a leg of a telescope stuck up there. <gasps> a leg of lamb. Huh. Oh, it's not good. Somebody do you pushed... think he could see Uranus? High five! Nice! I like! Everyone thought it. I said it. Somebody pushed drugs up the rectum using a lighter and was able to retrieve the drugs. But the lighter got stuck. So, sorry about it. Somebody put two golf balls in a bag and got it stuck up their rectum. So, a hole in one. And somebody took a soda bottle of fireball whiskey via his rectum and stuck the bottle in the rectum and then squeezed the whiskey into his bunghole. <laughs> That's, <gonna burn. laughs> That's a whiskey colonic <laughs> irrigation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait a minute. So the bottle was the other way. Yeah, right up the old bunghole. Whiskey colonic irrigation. Bunghole shots. That's what we're doing for New Year's. <laughs> that sounds like a Japanese I'm boy band. Busy. <laughs> bunghole shots. <laughs> Best Japanese boy band. <laughs> the bunghole shots to you. Well, somebody also is had this going to win? Is there, gonna, yeah, is there a point to this? I love it. Somebody's got a light bulb up there. Yes, and yes, that's finally, a common, common theme. And I'd finally, be so scared that would break. Right. And finally, somebody put their cell phone up there. Huh. That's <sighs> nice. Which puts a new meaning to the word butt dialing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, all good things come to an end. So let us look at tonight's scores in last place with the K two meter with. The dead battery is Chad, who managed to score himself minus 10. He wins a box of matches, a vacation home in Miami, and a bunch of garlic. So good luck (laughs) with all of that. In third place was Michelle, who managed to score zero tonight. Yeah! Got you in third place, apparently. (laughs) Sure did. She gets a festive fright, lots of stuffing, and true dropped baubles. In second place (laughs) is myself, and we did have a snort there, so you're more than welcome to have... A drink wherever you are in the world on us for 
our New Year's special. I mean, second place, I scored four. I win a can of deodorant and a Bigfoot with a bucket of Kentucky Fried Chicken. That sounds like a Tinder date. I'm happy with that. That suits me. That's me sorted on New Year's Day. Mm. Miss Morris wins the $33,000 IR camera in resplendent first place on a double inch score of 10. I like to thank the fans. She wins a time machine, a pile of overdue library books, and an invite to Michelle's first wedding in 1992. So You're welcome. You'll have fun with that when you go back there. Just remember to wear the big hair and the large shoulder pads as you're tucking into your melon balls and prawn cocktail. Mmm. Do not fear, listener. Remember, we are back with a whole new bunch of stories next week at the same time. And I would love for you to join me for a fun and informative journey through the world of the paranormal, strange, intriguing, bizarre and weird. Please tell your friends and family about the show and feel free to contact us anytime via our Facebook site. More questions and answers with Adrian Lee. And don't forget, you can donate a single dollar to the show if you go to patreon.com. Search for MQTA Radio if you left with more than you arrived with. If you made you laugh, that's got to be worth a single dollar so thank you for all of our patreon contributors we now jump over to soundcloud when you hear our german classical outro music jump over to soundcloud search for mqta radio we will do an extra 10 to 15 minutes of the show in complete filth that we can't read out on air on the dark matter digital network my gratitude and greatest thanks are extended to lorna hunter heather morris Chaton drainer chad peters michelle corrie and all at the international paranormal society in paranormal.net and all of the show sponsors including the lakes area paranormal interest group and mufon of minnesota we want to wish all of our listeners and followers a very prosperous healthy and happy new year join us in 2019 it just remains for me to say thank you for listening and remember Interested and interesting. Good night.